Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com I do that a lot. Why do you keep deleting things we need? Because I don't need them. We need it now. You yeah. gotta just I'll just randomly grab a page. No. Yeah. No, you gotta get a new generator. New generator. I'm new not generator. downloading a new generator. Then you do it. New generator. I don't have one. Oh, why don't you have things we need? Because you had one and you deleted it. I always, again. I always delete stuff off my phone. Again. No, the other one got deleted because I switched phones. See? Well, that's not deleting it. That's changing phones. You just kept the old phone. No. Didn't work. No excuse. I don't know. That's a pretty good one. No. No excuse. I wonder if that still works. What? Dice oh. roller? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many pages in that book? 306. All right. Hey everybody, welcome to another Team Rally the Podcast. Yeah, that's right, I know. We just don't go away. No matter how much you plead and cry, we just won't. And there's nothing you can do about it. Alright, so this week we have a Mysteries of the Unexplained! Where we talk about ghost dogs. So, yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Just in time for Halloween, ghosty, spooky stuff. And then we do a review of... Mountain Dew Voodoo, the mystery flavor. So, um, yeah, I think that was a bit, uh, So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast. We'll bring in my hammering. Bye. I still think we should have at least one show where we do the, uh, like maybe if we can put one out on a April the 1st and it's just, it's either just my laughing or nothing but silence. So it's me coming in and doing the intro. What, like World War Three? Yeah. Hey, Harry. Hey, Chris. For 35 minutes, it's just silence. Yeah. Well, we can make it a short one. I mean... Just, with a music bed under it? Yeah, with the music bed behind it, yeah. Nice. You have to do an intro and outro for it. Exactly. That That's what would make it... No, no outro. That's just the outro. Okay. I mean, I'd be happy to do that. Hey, this week, Chris and Marissa's on the show, and we talk about, well, a whole lot of stuff. No, we talk about nothing. No, you have to you have to do a grand intro and talk about all the things we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. but And say something about, the audio's a little off this week because of some technical difficulties, but... It'll sound a little weird this week, but that's okay. We sound a lot weird most weeks. Or it'll make the sound very small, very tiny, so you have to turn it way up. And then the very end, I go, all right, then... <laughs> Just, <laughs> everybody just no, no more listeners after everybody's that. just ripping their head, their ear plugs out of their ears. <laughs> Losses come flooding in. Oh, that would be I, so funny. I, okay, I tell you what, we'll give you 
300 times what you paid for the podcast. Yeah. It's in settlement. Of course, now we can't add any of that into the podcast because then we're giving it all away. We do the Terry Gilliam thing. Just keep dropping the level up <laughs> until the outro. Bam. And then we do the... Bibliography. 169. All right, there we go. Nice. Nice. All right. The Major's Revenge. What section is that in? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> it should say on the top. No, uh, uh, Spectral Incursions. Good. Ooh. I don't know if that sounds like a Travel Channel show or and it will, sounds like a porn. It will, and it will bloop over to 170. I guess if it was a porn, it'd be Spectral Insertions. Yeah, or, yeah, it would be Spectral so Insertions, and it would probably start Klaus. So it's more of a Travel Channel show. Yeah. Or, that'd, uh, be travel, that'd be Spectral Excursions. Not necessarily. It was on Travel Channel. Well, History Channel. Discover. Be, just to dis- on, discover. Discover the Incursions. Yeah. Yeah. So there you the go. The Travel Channel have the excursions. Yes. And you have to do it somewhere else. Yeah, you'd have to you go. You can't do it here because it's Travel Channel. you got to do it somewhere else. Right. Well, you could do it here. You just couldn't do it here, here. You could do it here, but if it had to be somebody else. No, you'd have to go somewhere, no, too. Some, somebody else would have to come here. Oh, to yes. here. Yes. If we did it, we had to do it somewhere else. Right. We would have to go to, like, Bullock Hall or something. The Major's Revenge. <laughs> got to look his groove. It'd be somewhere. It'd be somewhere else. Speaking of that... The um, fan, just, the the, the fantastic or the, the guy that does the um, the you know, he tries stuff out from the as seen on TV the ball guy that I watch oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, freaking reviews yeah freaking reviews thank you he was just in uh, Warner Robins he yeah. apparently grew up in uh, Georgia yeah I didn't know we had him on the show yeah, well been, he's been in Vegas for years yeah recently he was <laughs> this way. Yeah, I didn't know, but you know, we should do that. We should he just did a video. All the people we watch on these YouTube channels, yeah. we should just send messages to them. Like, if you're ever in town, oh yeah, stop yeah. by. We'll, we'll yeah. have you on the show. Get, hit us up, and we'll put you on the show. We'll take you to dinner and talk about your channel, and then yeah, see you on your way. Yeah. All right, leave. All right, so the major's uh, revenge. I know you clean up the guest room. You could have him stay over. Yeah.
1870. We tried out some products together. Yeah. In 1876, Major Stewart died at Balchinian House in Perthshire, Scotland. I'm sure that says something different. It's close enough. Balachin? 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 He lived there for more than 40 years and during that period had acquired something of a reputation for eccentricity. So he was rich and crazy. Yay. This <laughs> this seems. I tend to go crazy when I get rich. I, I wouldn't know. I've never been rich. I'm just crazy. Uh, this seems to have been based on nothing more extreme than belief in spirits, a firm conviction in the transmigration of souls, and an unusual fondness for dogs. Now you're partway there. Every Tuesday, he comes down to his gate at 8:37 and throws $32.60 over the gate. Then he leaves. $8.32. And every Tuesday, I come out there and there's like just a bunches of people out there waiting for me to throw money over the gate. <laughs> of which he had 14 at the time of his demise. Dogs, not people at the gate. Even then, he then... Amateur? <laughs> he even declared that, if possible, he wished to return to Earth after his death as the tenant of the body of a favorite black spaniel. After he died, however, his family had all 14 dogs destroyed. That was a kind of a dick move. Didn't want him coming back. <laughs> In doing so, they made a serious mistake. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, the, yeah. Killing dogs for no reason. It was the 1800s. So? You didn't really need much of a reason for anything back then. You went for them to go rabbit and bite somebody. Then you killed <laughs> No, then you had to take them out behind the shin and go, Oh, sorry, old yeller. That guy died recently. Old yeller? The kid. Oh, yeah. That's... Sad. Uh, uh, okay. Well, because, you know, it's like last time we saw him, he was a young boy running around and full of life. And Well, the uh, last time the, we saw him was 50 years ago. And then the next time you hear about him, it's like, oh, that guy died. It's like, what? <laughs> he's just a kid. No. That's the first place your mind goes. It's like, he's just a kid. And it's like, oh, yeah, he was just a kid like 50 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> the first signs of something amiss in the house occurred not long after the major's nephew. Well, I guess that would make him minor. I get it. Who inherited the place moved in with his wife. Oh, that's horrible. That's how those two got together. Yeah, I know. This lady was in the habit of balancing her housekeeping books in the room the major used for a study. That's probably a good place to do it. Yeah, sounds like a reasonable use for the room. <laughs> no, don't do it there. Don't do it where business is done. One day. Do it in the laundry room. <laughs> yeah. Do it in the sewing room. One day, busy with her. A sewing room? Most of these kind of places did, yeah. Huh. Could be. Uh, so we're about foreign concept now. A couple of the houses that I did when I was still doing the estate sales had them. Oh, we're currently in your sewing room. Ah, uh, funny. I see a thimble. I see patches. I see thread. <laughs> a lot of these are iron-on. Not the big one, though. I don't see any iron. That's upstairs. Where did I go? Uh, Nashville, a couple weeks ago. This lady was in the habit of balancing her housekeeping books in the room the major used for his study. One day, busy with her books... She suddenly and quite unmistakably smelled the doggy odor of the old room. That could just be because it was warm out and it just released from the walls. I mean, most of these are pretty much wooden, you know, full of wood. And you've got a bunch of dogs that have been living there forever. And there might be some something on the floor. Then worse, something <laughs> invisible pushed her. It's the ghost of the dog. Speaking of which, ghost dog. Very floofy. Yeah, it's usually more floofy, but... Bad hair day? Yeah. Well, they, they shaved it, and now they're letting it grow back Hi, out. Doggy. It's Mia. 
I'm you. Uh, somehow she felt that whatever had pushed her was an animal. Yeah, Other disquiet. Other disquieting things happened. There were noises that could not be accounted for. Knockings, explosions. Okay, the explosions were probably not the dogs. <laughs> Sometimes arguing voices. Ghost dog sitting there with the gas line in his mouth. <laughs> um, sometimes arguing voices. Don't off my nose if this place when, blows up. Yeah, when uh, literally and figuratively, uh, when no people even were even there. By uh, 1896, funnier was the other dog with a striker sitting next to him. Striker, striker, striker. <laughs> Got like balance between his front paws. And he's trying to use his nose for striking. <laughs> Uh, by 1896, Balachin House was said to be haunted. Took that long? <laughs> well, you know, they didn't want to admit to it for a while. But its estates were wide, the grouse were plentiful, and the new owner, a Captain Stewart, had no difficulty. So, the Captain Stewart. Had no difficulty that August in renting the house and shooting rights for the season uh, to wealthy people devoted shooting to rights. this. Yes. Not shooting rights. Shooting rights. Yeah, shooting rights. That's what I said. <laughs> Yeah, I heard shooting rights. Like, oh, yeah, no. What, the neighbors are named right? <laughs> no, the people on the right side of the political spectrum. Uh huh. That's the other way around. Just like, <laughs> that's what you'd think. That's what you'd think. Well, I guess it was the 1800s. Uh, whether he warned them of the house. Liberals. <laughs> whether he warned them of the house's reputation or not uh, is not recorded. Uh, he had. Name a- of the episode Gun Toting Liberals. <laughs> they do exist. You know, we tuning in to hear what kind of political nonsense we're getting into, and then we're talking about ghost stories. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost dogs? What the hell? It's funny that dog with a striker. <laughs> he, acquired, he acquired the house only a year before when the old major's nephew had been knocked down and killed by a London cab. Driven by a ghost dog. Driven by a ghost dog with a striker. Actually, it was driven by a guy, but there was some ghost dog jumping in his face and stuff. And he's like, get down, down boy, down boy. Ah, That's it. In any event, the time... My story's better. I'm going to make a movie out of this. Oh, well, you do that. Start writing. Where the ghost dogs kill all the people who had to put down. They had had paid in advance for the rental of several months, but soon they were pushed and snuffled at and half scared to death by animals they could not see. They stayed a few weeks and moved out, forfeiting their money. When the uh, Marquis of Butt heard the goings-on... When who... The Marquis of Butt? House? <laughs> uh, he's the Baron of Butt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get those two confused. Yeah, well, they are very different. One's French, one's not. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, it's actually, the French one. Actually, technically, he would be the... Franz. <laughs> no, that's not right. No, Franz is his... No, his, no, that's not his brother either. But that wouldn't be right. No, I don't do a French guy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, just as I when that came out of my mouth, everybody, Ooh. I made a face. So, well, I'm gonna take that out of context too. When it came out of my mouth, I made a face. <laughs> he had a deep interest in spiritualism. Was a member of the Cycle Research Society with Captain Stewart's approval. He rented the house with a Major Lee Monsieur Taylor. Yeah, so I got a major too. Major Le Monsieur Taylor. And the other members of the society and prepared for the on-the-spot investigation. So, pre-TV, ghost hunters. Or unless they're like ghost adventures, because they are like getting possessed, even though there's no reason to. Just think about it, because 1800s ghost hunting, what, unless it's some kind of cyberpunk affair, it's like, there's a bunch of guys walking around in a house. Steampunk, like, steampunk, not cyberpunk. 
whatever. There's a bunch of guys walking around the house going like, it's chilly. It's winter. Oh, yeah. You know, he got the heat on? We don't have central heating. This is the 1800s. Yeah. Oh, there's cold spots everywhere. This place is haunted. Let's go. Did, did you light a fire? No, it's not our house. Not can't find the striker. <laughs> In due course, the Marquis, the Major, and a Miss Goodrich Freer gathered 35 guests at, uh, what? The Mistress Freer? Yeah. Goodrich Freer? Gathered 35 this guests. writes itself. He's... Yeah, at Balchin. Ostensibly for a house party. It's a rave. Ghost rave. Bunch of people swinging candles around on a string. It keeps going out. <laughs> just, get out. What the hell? Look, light trails. Oh, damn it. Where's the striker? Look, smoke trails. In due course, the Marquis... Most of the guests knew nothing of Belchin's reputation. They were soon to discover how it had been earned. At first, the consensus among the guests was that owls and water pipes, well, they had water, uh, when it's pipes. They're always saying bombs. And perhaps the servants were making noises. <laughs> the servants were down in the basement going, whoa! Woof! Woof! You have to have one French servant. Le Bork! When it became obvious that the ramps and muffled explosions, more explosions, Jesus Christ, the sounds of shuffling feet, of quarreling voices, voices, I see it's the owner, he's taught the ghost tongues to use artillery. Maybe. And someone interminably reading aloud, me? We're too much of a, of a production for even a forest full of owls, an army of servants, and the world's most versatile water pipes. <laughs> okay, that, that last piece of the sentence is probably the funniest thing I've read in a while. So, the what, guests... What were they reading out loud? I don't know. This? <laughs> the watch shower. <laughs> the get... Frankenstein. The, the guests began to accuse each other. Finally, a men fight st- broke out and <laughs> seven people died. <laughs> and there were explosions and arguments and people getting snuffled. Uh, <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Did you just snuffle me? I don't know what to snuffle. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, finally, the men... up my guts. Finally, snuff- Ew. Ooh. Ooh. Finally, the men sat up at night in grim-jawed groups armed with pistols and pokers. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds like something class would be involved in. Well, they weren't using the pokers for anything else. Can't get the fire lit. Couldn't find the strikers. Striker. But the ghost... Oh, we said there's an explosion and drag it over to the fireplace. But the golf... The, the gulfs. The ghosts of Bolichin were not deterred. Something was heard to beat powerfully against the bedroom doors. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a ghost. You draw a pistol on me. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the smart ghost would stand in between people. Yeah. yeah shoot me. <laughs> Something was heard to beat powerfully against the bedroom doors, and a black spaniel, which seemed to congeal out of the very air Ew. and then melt into nothing, was seen by nearly everybody in the house. That sounds bad. The congealing part? That sounds like something you'd tell your VFX artist. How do you want this ghost to appear? I want it to congeal out of the... Th- Jello? Yeah, I don't know. Just it's gonna congeal. 
To be nudged and sniffed at by invisible dogs and to hear invisible tails thumping the wainscoting was the... Thumping uh, the wainscoting. <coughs> the new erotic novel. No, it's my new metal band. Uh, was their new album. Yeah. yeah. Thumping the wainscoting. Yeah, the band's called Congealing Spaniel. <laughs> Congealing Black Spaniel. No, it's too many words. No, it's a black metal band. Ah. You gotta throw that in there. Or Congealing Dead Spaniel. It's got to have some kind of reference. Uh, was common to a lot of the guests. One night, a lady sharing a bedroom with another lady was a sure was awakened by the whimpering of her pet dog. Now you've kind of given away all the thumping tails and everything. It could have been the dog. She she brought her own dog to a place that's haunted by dogs. Apparently, she how, followed the animals. She followed the <laughs> she followed the animals' gaze to the bedside table. Resting on it were two black paws, each ending in thin air. Another night, a gentleman saw a disembodied hand clutching a crucifix afloat in the air at the foot of his bed. Well, the ghosts are trying to exercise the house. <laughs> of get, the living. Get rid of Call Beetlejuice. He's a bioexorcist. <laughs> and there's little sprinkles of water coming out of nowhere. No! <laughs> hey! Get out! I'm not on the couch! A lone nun was seen weeping in a glen beyond the house, and then two nuns together. A nun, possibly a sister of the old major, sister-sister. Had done. This is my sister, sister. Had died sixteen years before. That's a Mormon thing. By, by the time the house party came to end, yeah, I don't trust that religion. They have multiple sisters. All but one of the thirty-five guests were convinced that Balashin House was haunted. Whether or not the Marquis and his co-hosts received thank you notes is not recorded. Charles G. Harper, Haunted Houses, page one sixteen to one twenty. Thank you for the thought. It was a nice thought. Yeah. The party sucked. <laughs> this is a movie in the making right here. It's oh, like, God. And it's a comedy at that. I mean, who do we contact for the rights? Charles G. Harper, Haunted Houses, pages 160. No, no, no. We're, we're doing it based on a true story, so you know, we got to find, like... Then nobody. A, because the whole family's probably dead by now. It's got to be some living relative. Not necessarily. Could have been spinsters. Based and, on a true story. Yeah, you just throw that in there. It doesn't matter what you say. Then you can do everything that Elizabeth and and Warren what's his nuts did. Oh yeah, no, no comment. <laughs> Conjuring four. Yeah, those those guys. After I, I mean, I, I used to look up to that <laughs> that that right couple, and now after I read all that shit, I was like, mm, wow, they weirdly were full of shit. And Lorraine sitting in the living room with doggy treats. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Spooky, spooky ghost house in Scotland. Woo! Seriously, I'll sit down next weekend and write this out. Go ahead, man. How do we get a French manor? Green screen. It's <laughs> all green screen. Oh, now, they have that technology now. Uh, do you ever watch Quarter Crew? They're VFX artists. They have a YouTube channel. No. They have, I'm, I mean, I'm hooked on dioramas right now. They have a, a I mean, they, lots of people have this technology, but they're using Unreal Engine. Oh, wow. To generate backgrounds. And they have it linked into the camera, so it's all motion control. So when they move the camera, the scenery moves as well. Oh, that's so cool. So the scenery is generated behind the actors, so they can shoot it like a real movie. They're doing their um, Dungeons & Dragons show on their website. Oh. Where they have all the, they have one of those really elaborate... Um, setups. Dungeon setups. Mm -hmm. But they put like little cameras into the setup. Oh, wow. And use that as... They have it all scanned into the computer, so, so so the actors, the players, are get to it, walk through the dungeon. They're walking through the the dungeon and 
They're in costume and everything. You, and you it, send it cuts, me who that is. It so cuts I back and forth between the tabletop and then cuts back to the characters. Yeah, because I just got into Critical Role. They have the first episode on their YouTube channel. The, the rest of it's on their Patreon site. On their um, regular website, which I think probably requires some kind of subscription. Oh, thing. well, I, never mind. But you can watch the first episode. Yeah, true. All right, so uh, cue ghostly music. Mm. Hey, Chris. Hey. Um, so, uh, what'd you bring us today? I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know yet. Oh. I brought us same shit I bring us every year. Nothing? Ah, the Mountain Dew 2021 Voodoo. <laughs> it's the mystery flavor, everyone. Wish us luck. Wish us luck. Hot dog. Well, no, I've already seen someone who drank this, and they already put in a guess of uh, um, cotton candy. Spoilers. Well, I don't know what the... The thing is, they just put their guess. That was their guess. Yeah, but we hadn't tried it yet. Exactly. So well, let's... Yeah. My microphones! <laughs> my computer! My vest! <laughs> my, my vest! The carpet! That'd be great. Go to Not Fest in your metal vest that smells like cotton candy. <laughs> Walking through all these hardcore Slipknot fans going, mm, is that hungry? <laughs> well, they're all going to be mostly high anyway, so, hmm, I'm hungry. Hmm. Doesn't smell like cotton candy. No? That does smell familiar. It's like a sweet, tarty flavor. A scent. Yeah. Well, now I don't want it. <laughs> is anything like wine connoisseurs? <laughs> Waft the smell Like <laughs> swirl it in my glass. <laughs> Let it breathe. <laughs> okay, it does taste a bit like cotton candy. It does have a little bit of that cotton candy note to it, but I'm I'm thinking it's more. I'm going sweet tart. Does it has or Smarties? It has citrusy notes to it. Yeah, well, and that's just Mountain Dew in general. Uh, they actually add caffeine to this. Mountain Dew's thing. Man. Glycerol ester of rosin? Who's she? I don't know, but she's in here. It doesn't have any... Oh, sodium citrate. So, there you go. And citric acid. So, at least there's that. Alright. Let's see what the... Let's see if there's anything on here. Getting almost a bubble gum. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Wait, oh yeah. Here it is. Flavor. Yet to be revealed mystery flavor. On the official Mountain Dew Wiki. <laughs> Speculation. Since this voodoo flavor is a mystery flavor, many people who have tried it have drawn comparisons to Starburst, Laffy Taffy, Sweet Tarts, and various other fruit candies. I wouldn't say Laffy Taffy. Starburst and, and Sweet Tarts, most definitely. Or Smarties. They're basically the same thing. Okay, so previous years have included candy corn. Yes. And fruity candy explosion. Ooh. That is. 
So seems odd that they would do it two years in a row. I love the fruity candy explosion. Especially if they're not able to use the actual name, like Sweet Tarts. Well, yeah, but they would have to ask. So for the second year, the fruity candy explosion would be kind of stupid. According to some, the flavor might be similar to a previous year, but with a twist. Fruity citrus candy explosion. Yes. Someone had said, it's not that bad. So they don't offer any speculation as to what they think the flavor might be. Yeah, fair enough. So someone bought a case of it. Love the taste, but can't pinpoint what it reminds me of. Some fans think the flavor is based on another sweet candy, perhaps Starburst Laffy Taffy, but nailing it down exactly has proven to be tough. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point. They don't want it to be easy. Some users confidently guess notes of blue raspberry or cherry, while others liken the flavor to Tropical Punch Kool-Aid. I don't know if I would go Tropical Punch Kool-Aid, but I would definitely go... And here, here are, um, on Reddit, they're talking about... Uh, Ooh! Have locked their guests in... The several saying the flavor is definitely sweet tarts. Well, that's what I would say it is. It's yeah, I mean, either, either I can, that or some like Sour Patch Kids. I mean, I can, I can see where you would get cotton candy out of it, but mm-hmm. well, that was their first guess. So and that was the only one I actually saw. But yeah, the more you the, the more you taste of it, the less. <coughs> oh, no, no, <coughs> excuse me, no, 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 dying on air. That's all we do. <laughs> That's right, folks. We're here for another week. Maybe. Don't forget to tip your waitress. I can see maybe Starburst. Yeah. Like the uh, the strawberry. Yeah, I'm thinking it's either sweet tarts or maybe a sour gummy or something. But then again, when they release the answer, it's going to be like, you know, sugary candy explosion. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not going to be sweet tarts. Well, they'll be able to say reminiscent of sweet tarts. No, if they're a company that knows Sweet Tarts, then they'll uh, not be able to do that. And Sweet Tarts will say, hey, that's our trademark. Well, all righty. So there you go. Mike, uh, so what's your guess again? Are you going to go Sweet Tart? I'm leaning more towards the Starburst type. Thing. You're leaning more but towards that's, Starburst. That's supposedly what it was last year. Uh, well, they, did, they did say 2021 on it, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. It says right there in the moon. Cat Station put out the 2020s that they had left over from last year. Like, hey, we didn't sell enough of these. Just put these out. Speaking of things that are old and kept in the fridge, um, I don't know if you remember, Marissa and I made that corn stew or corn soup earlier this year. It doesn't ring a bell, but I don't doubt it. Okay, well, we did. and uh, No, I doubt it now. And uh, I brought some samples over to uh, Tommy, so my... Managers could try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they found one in the fridge today, and it was very hairy. <laughs> and I looked at that. I didn't try their sample, huh? Yeah, and I looked at it. I went, "Wait a minute, that's mine." And uh, one of our other ones said, "No, no, I brought that." I went, "No, no, you didn't." <laughs> She's like, "How do you know?" I go, "Because it's got white on the top." She's like, "What? What do you mean?" I go, "That's mold, sweetheart." And I opened it, and it looked like an old man's hair. <laughs> and I was like, ew, close that up and throw it in the garbage. I went, yeah, that was mine. So, yuck. But you had brought it for somebody else who didn't need it. Exactly, because they left. Oh. And so, they were, one of those. Just, it was just left, yeah, and it was just left in the fridge. How rude. I know, right? Quit and not even eat their lunch. I know. Well, it wasn't enough for a lunch. It was just a, it was what the, the magic butter came in. I still have one of the containers. It doesn't have mold in it. It's clean. In fact, I just pulled it out of the dishwasher. 
Did it just have to recently have soup in it? No, no. So, all right. So I think it's... And just on a side note, you're kind of a cheap bastard. You're, hey, you want to try some soup? Get a thimble. Well, no, I just, they just, I just wanted them to have a sample. I didn't want to give them an entire thing and have them not eat it and sit it in the fridge for three months. It was just a, here, try this. No, it's not like, you know, a hint of... Can't even, can't even get the spoon in there. No, it's and big then, enough for a spoon. dump it out into the spoon and you go. That's a little sample ice cream spoon. And anyways, from, from, that's my thimble. Nothing would stay in it because it's full of holes. Because it's pointless. No, it's not. It keeps your finger from getting stabbed by the needle. Not by much. Time out. That's the part of the need. That's the part where the needle goes. That's all it needs to be. Too many holes. Oh, use a thimble. I want full coverage. It's plenty good coverage. So I think it's sweet tarts. You think it's star uh, Starbucks. Well, why not everything else is? You think it's Starburst? It's pumpkin spice. And that would, I, that would have been fucked up. That would have been funny. Really, especially if they kept it that color. It would be even worse. The other people who wouldn't be able to guess it. Yeah, it has like sixteen hundred pumpkin spice products on their shelf. Yeah, I all guess, they do is when it's they very come, familiar. It's very, it's, it tastes very familiar. Maybe it's because I got that pumpkin spice candle lit, and it's just making me think it's pumpkin spice. It could be the pumpkin spice sweater I'm wearing, or or the pumpkin spice soap I use, or the shampoo I did, or the toothpaste I brushed my teeth with. Could be that pumpkin spice douche I used. I don't know. What? Leaving that one alone. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, Cue mystery music. All right, and there it is. Done and done. Another episode of Gene Rally, the podcast in the can where it belongs. Trash can, that is. Ah, uh, I hope you really like the ghost dog story i thought it was actually kind of fun you know a little weird but uh, i liked it and uh of course i would love to hear your take on what you think the mountain dew voodoo tastes like if you tried it so find us on facebook or you can hit us up here at podbean or you know hit us up personally if you know our facebook pages or my instagram page or whatever all right, so for Marissa in parentheses, Chris, and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, Happy Halloween, everybody!
Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? You're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us. I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar. Or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show. We love you all. It's a rave.